Hi there, I'm Russ, and welcome to Dapper Dividends. I'm beyond a beginner, far from an expert, and there's a good chance I know something you don't. The following content are my opinions on investing in life and are not financial advice, but shared for your fun and entertainment. Now that's Dapper. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Dapper Dividends number 11 for May 15th, 2020. And I would like to thank you again for joining me wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening. You're hearing my voice, and I thank you for that privilege and that humble, humble honor. And as I said in the ad read before this started, uh, I did make money while I sleep, and I do make money while I sleep. And just a little bit of how this works, I want to share with you. So I'm using the Anchor app, as you heard from the uh, from the ad in the front. And so far, I have had 175 total plays, and my estimated audience size has swollen to an amazing 16 DSCC at day. 16 people are going to be listening to me this estimate, so that's awesome. It's still in eight countries that I'm being heard, or I have been heard, and hopefully, hopefully continue to be heard. And I have made to date one dollar and 68 cents so you can see this is an actual labor of love i'm enjoying this experience and seeing what this is all about from the inside of doing a podcast instead of just solely being a listener what goes into it and it's i'm not gonna lie it's a little bit of work but i'm enjoying it gives me something to look forward to i'm committed to every tuesday and friday night unless something major comes up then i'll let you know and we will approach that bridge and cross it when we get to it. So yeah, I've made $1.68 and the way it works is every time someone listens, I get a penny. And granted, some of those listens have been myself, but come on, can you blame me? Giving myself a penny, it's a little bit like a cheat code, like a hack. I gotta take advantage of that, right? So what's been going on and what have I been up to? So a few exciting developments. First off, I got my money I have been waiting for finally rolled into my self-directed IRA at Charles Schwab. And I'll be sharing this and all the moves I make on the podcast. And I also intend on trying to get together uh, the beginning of a YouTube update as well. So you can see a little bit of a visual representation. But to get back to my old brokerage account, my dividend growth portfolio that's in the taxable uh, brokerage account. I added uh, some Simon Property Group this week at $55.99. I still think that we will eventually get to some semblance of normal. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be. That may be a little bit delayed, but I I did kind of a deep dive into Simon Property Group and I feel very comfortable buying and holding them for many, many years to come out. And basically from what I see, they're not in the cheap strip mall industry. Uh, They did buy Taubman. They also, as their websites say, they give a community uh, experience of sorts. It's not so much just shopping, but there's entertainment, there's nightlife, there's shopping. It's a place to go and be seen and see people. So I think that will definitely come back. It's a upscale place to hang out. It's an experience that they're selling. So I bought Simon Property Group. And then I also bought two different tranches of realty income, ticker symbol O. 
I bought the first one at $54.50, which I think is a great price. I have that as a valuation in the mid-60s, and I guess later I can show you how I value or tell you how I value a stock and how I figure that out. Uh, so I was happy to get that at $54.50, and then a few days later, it dropped into the upper 40s, which I was thrilled to see, and I took advantage and bought some at $50.82 of ticker symbol O, Realty Income, one of my favorite, favorite REIT and just general overall dividend stocks. And lastly, to bring it up, I added more of my, another one of my favorite. I'm, I'm pretty much trying to focus on the big blue chips. Yeah, maybe Simon Property is a little more risky, but that's okay because uh, as you've been following, I'm way, way down on that. I got my average under 100 bucks now, so that's going in the right direction uh, for the long term, so to speak. I think once things clear up, they'll be well over 100. But enough about Simon. I could just keep prattling on about Simon Property Group. Good, good gracious. So uh, McDonald's, ticker symbol MCD, I bought at $100 and $100. I wish $100. Good Lord. $170.99 and I bought it there and then it took a dive all the way to 168 bucks a few minutes later could have uh, could have used that but it's okay as I say I'm buying and holding for the long term so I'm buying for the the growth the dividend growth and income first and foremost so it's nice to get these stocks at a discount and at a cheaper valuation because theoretically your money is going to go farther You'll get more bang for your buck, but it's okay. I'm buying it for the long term. I'm buying and holding. I'm not selling. And over the long haul, this is going to keep paying me growing, growing dividends. So I'm happy to buy some more and add to one of my top holdings, McDonald's. Sweet. All right, then. So now I'm going to switch gears and tell you a little bit about my self-directed IRA that I set up. So what I did is I took out... $30,000 from my large IRA that is with American funds. It's just a bunch of mutual funds and it's just been suffocating throughout the years. And this is something I've always wanted to do and, and I figure eh, now's as good a time as any. I've always wanted to have more control, more influence, be able to write covered calls, to be able to buy whatever I want, build my own mutual fund of blue chip quality premium dividend stocks. And I just couldn't do that there. I had to pick from their rigid funds and then pay them for the privilege of doing it. But it's through my work. So I just bit the bullet. It cost me 125 bucks to roll the $30,000 out of that and into Charles Schwab, a self-directed IRA. And that is where it's parked. So Thursday afternoon, probably about an hour and a half before market close, I checked and I saw that the 30K was in there. So the way I'm breaking this down is I have already pre-selected about 20 stocks <clears throat> and I'm going to be deploying $3,000 a week, which is 10%. That's going to take me 10 weeks to do. Uh, I like dollar cost averaging and I hate seeing that money sit there though and not do anything. So it's it's tough to not want to spend it all at once. But anyway, so what I did is <laughs> I got a little bit little bit happy and in the span of about eh, 7 minutes I spent about 4400 bucks. 
it wasn't uh, it was easy and it's it was just so hard to see that 30 grand sitting there and basically I could just spend it on whatever I wanted to and to just not deploy it all right away I know better as I've made mistakes before not dollar cost averaging and it's bit me in the butt so this time I pretty much I spent a little over the 3k I wanted to but I I jumped in with uh, my very first purchase was realty income at $49.80 again thrilled to be getting this in the 40s so I bought 25 shares of realty income at $49.80 so that cost me a cool $1,427.40 and then next I have a strategy that I want to start off selling covered calls and if you don't know when you write a covered call you have to own 100 shares of a stock and or an equity and you can sell that as an option to somebody it ends on a Friday they always end on Fridays and you can go and look into what's called an options chain and it shows what people are buying and selling those contracts of a hundred shares for and the further out they are the more money you will get and the more money people pay because there's more time for that to hit the, the uh, strike price this is all very going to sound very confusing and I think I said it before if you want to know you know I, I'm not going to do it justice here but go to YouTube uh, or go to Google and search writing covered calls or how do I sell a covered call and there's people that'll give you nice visuals and graphics and breakdowns and probably explain it better than I can but in a nutshell I'm writing a lottery ticket for selling a hundred shares of a stock and it is for a certain price in the future at that expiration date so that expires it's basically like writing a lottery ticket and then somebody pays me for the privilege of that lottery ticket so with that being said I have had good success in my brokerage account I like to write covered calls on Altria group ticker symbol MO and AT&T ticker symbol T so those are two that I bought half positions on because you need a hundred so I bought 50 shares of Altria at $36.19 which cost me $1,809.75 and I bought 20 I'm sorry 50 shares of AT&T and that was at $28.54 so all in all uh, oh I'm sorry um, my math I'm, I'm looking at my notes here anyways so when I add up all those three it was four thousand four hundred eighty two dollars and fifteen cents which leaves me twenty five thousand five hundred seventeen dollars and eighty five cents all you accountants will be proud of me uh, left over to deploy so I spent a little bit over my 3k but like I said I wanted to buy half positions of Altria and AT&T because I looked at the chart and <clears throat> I might show this tomorrow. So when I looked at the S&P 500, uh, the SPY ETF, and the weekly chart, not the daily, but the weekly, I see that the relative strength index, good Lord, I'm drinking beer here. So <laughs> the relative strength index is curling down and the commodity channel index indicator, which I like to use, is also curling down on the weekly chart. So I think we'll have some more volatility next week and I'll be able to get those other half shares at a better price. But I may not go 
both of them with 100 and get the other half. I may do either Ultra or AT&T depending on who goes lower. So with that being said, you're up to date. I now have three ticker symbols occupying the slots in my new, my brand spanking fresh new self-directed IRA. I have ticker symbol O Realty Income, ticker symbol MO Altria Group, and tickles, tickle symbol, <laughs> no, ticker symbol T, AT&T. So as I said, I have several, uh, you know, 20 slots I had picked that there's a couple I'm rounding out. I'm making some last minute decisions, but the bulk of that, what I want to buy is in place. And it's, it's no surprise. It's nothing exciting, but just, just solid premium blue chip dividend growers, uh, perpetual dividend growers like Kimberly Clark, Clark, Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, McDonald's, uh, Duke energy, 3M, things of that nature. Uh, anybody that's a dividend growth investor, that's not going to take you by surprise. But I may have a few that you um, may raise an eyebrow at. So we'll see as we get to those. And I'm going to slowly and judiciously and purposefully deploy my money into the market. All right. Well, that's about it. I'm going to wrap up. My kids want to play some more of this Dominion game that we're teaching them. No, I lied. I'm, I'm going to make them play. They're going to want to play, though. Give it some time. So follow me at RustyRam78 on Twitter. And also check me out on YouTube. I have a channel called Stashing Worthy Acorns where I put 50 bucks into the Stash app, the Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app. And I add 20 bucks a month. And I am pitting them against each other. But I'm going to tell you what, I think Stash is going to win because I built a very simple portfolio diversified only across three stocks. Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, and Apple. And I got my first dividend of nine cents that was immediately reinvested into Apple today. So if you want to check that out, it's Stashing Worthy Acorns, and that is on YouTube. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back to tell you about whatever's on my mind. So check it out. get a little bit of a different flavor some uh, different music in here so it's a friday night and i'm always having a beer relaxing because i work hard and that was my wife texting me <laughs> she knows i'm doing this she can't wait but it's all good anyway so what was i saying yeah it's a friday night i'm allowed to have a drink i work a physical job i work on loading dock equipment and commercial overhead doors i've been doing that since 1999 so it helps keep me in shape uh, i'm not tired of it yet I like it. It's good. Good money. Keeps me active. I get to drive around, meet a bunch of different people every week. So it keeps things fresh in that regard. So I am drinking a Budweiser Black Lager Jim Beam. It's 7.1% proof. I got it on clearance. If you believe that, there's a liquor store by my house called Leo's Liquors. It's on Hobson Road. Hobson Road in Woodridge, Illinois, and they always have a doorbuster deal in the front. I got a case of 24 bottles for $5.99. $5.99. My taste buds may not love it, but my wallet sure does. Alrighty, so uh, I'm gonna play a song, but you know, getting back to work. So I, I did say I work hard. It's a physical job. I'm up and down ladders, I'm crawling under dock plates, I get dirty. 
it keeps me in check. I don't work in an office. I don't think I could ever work in an office. My office is my work truck. I do a lot of welding, cutting with torches, things of that nature. Uh, Very mechanical. It's a trade. So I have been working. And throughout this whole pandemic, we are an essential business because hospitals, uh, fire departments, police stations, uh, trucking facilities that keep the supply and the food chain moving, they have to stay open. And we have to fix their doors. I mean, their doors and their loading dock ramps, if those aren't functional, they're going to be slower getting food out and getting trucks loaded. So it's all part of a symbiotic uh, cyclical cycle that I love being part of. But I also love dividend growth investing. So that's, uh, that's my passion. That's my hobby. That's something that's going to give me financial freedom that I'm working toward while I pay off my last debt, which is my mortgage. So we have no debt except for our mortgage, which I'm working on paying that off. So I work hard. I work, I average probably about 50 hours a week. Uh, I spend a little bit of time following fantasy football. As I said, I have a fantasy football draft coming up uh, tomorrow. So I do that. But I, I work a lot. I do a lot of uh, invest talk on Twitter. I do this podcast. I do the YouTube channel that I've started. I I have children. We have two daughters that you heard them. They were on my second or third episode. And I'm busy. And I, this, this I have to make time to do this podcast. So if you're still listening now, I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And the song I'm going to play is by a Chicago band. I was part of the punk rock, I guess, scene here in Chicago in the late 90s, early 2Ks. I got back from the Navy in September of 99. What a fabulous time in my life. I lived with my grandparents. They lived in Berwyn, Illinois, where I was born and raised. I moved in with them. They didn't want rent. Uh, They didn't charge me for food. My grandma would do my laundry. She would make my lunch. My grandpa would help me with bill. It was just, and I I didn't like it because I was young and dumb and I wanted to get on my own and be independent. Uh, But I look back fondly on those times. They loved me. And it was very warm and inviting. And they gave me a place to stay as long as I wanted. And anyway, so I got to know a lot of people in the uh, punk rock scene of Chicago in the late 90s. And this is a band that I've had the pleasure of seeing once. And some of the people I hung out with and knew got to meet them. And actually, for the video of this, the (laughs) the video... For Give It All by Rise Against. They are on one of the L cars. So the L is the elevated train here in Chicago. And we call it the L. That's what all the locals call it, the L. But they rented out an L car. And it was in the middle of the night. And they played their instruments on it. And they played their song on it. And one of my good friends that I went to high school with. His name is Gunnar McGrath. And he was in a band or is in a band still I've lost touch called Don't Look Down he's in that video a couple other people I know are in that video so it brings me back to a time and a place where a young man was wild and free and open and could do whatever I wanted so check it out go to YouTube I can't play the song here because I don't have the copyright for it so go to YouTube type in Give It All by Rise Against Take a listen, and I hope you give it all, because this is the only life we have that we know of, and I'm not going to get philosophical or religious, 
but I don't want to be 80 years old and on my deathbed and thinking of all the other things I could have done that I regret. So starting this podcast, starting that YouTube channel, I'm taking some more risks. I'm doing some more things as I move into my mid-40s because as my boys, the Chicago, the hometown boys in Rise Against say, give it all. So I'm going to give it my all. I'll be back here on Tuesday to tell you what's going on, what I've done, what I've been buying, what I'm thinking about buying. So I'm going to get out of here. And please remember, everyone you meet has something to teach you. I'll see you on Tuesday.